is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! This, this is the Players' Lounge. Broadcasting live from Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star. Now your hosts, Barry Church, Danny McRae, Britt Johnson, and Newey Scruggs. Welcome to another episode. Clear that throat up. I'm going puberty over here. I'm getting my grown man voice together. Um, it is your girl, Britt Johnson, on the Players' Lounge here with Barry Church and Danny McRae. Sponsored by, brought to you by Hotels.com. Nui is, what is the word, out on assignment today. He's yeah. sleeping in. He had a yeah. red eye last night. Yeah, he big chilling right you now. Yeah. Yeah. You and C. Pembroke, they, like, they won. They, they won. won. He celebrated so, hard. Yeah, he celebrated man. too hard, yeah. man. It's all right. Speaking it's of good. wins, the Dallas Cowboys won their first game, not just of the season of 2021 period. Um, they did not win any preseason games. I hate you, CV. <laughs> um, but they won over the Chargers yesterday, 20-17. to 17. We got some winners in this room. First, uh, Danny is slightly a winner because he did pick the Cowboys winning. But I'm an even better winner because I picked the Cowboys winning by three points. Danny is not agreeing with this, though, even though I, I don't know. He's like, oh, I picked first. We had an argument yeah, yeah. about it. Yeah, yeah. Because Brent, he picked first, I don't, my win Brent doesn't follow, count. She followed. Look, I, picked, yeah. I picked on Thursday. Yeah, she was did. like, I don't really want to pick yeah. yet. I'm not yeah, really that's sure. That's, that's definitely and then, true. You know, if you're going to follow somebody. You know, when it comes to picking winners, then you follow what, me. What, what, what you but, pick on the points? I pick, I pick seven. I said, I said we're going to win by seven. No, no. Listen, this is what I said. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's but, only a winner loss. So, like, it's 50-50. No, no. Actually, that's not true. So, yeah. what, what we really pick is if you're going to cover the spread. And, and I did. You, exactly. So, I'm saying. So, I got both of those. So, if it comes down to the end of the season and we're tied or something, then that will come into effect. No, but as but of now, we talk like, like playoff points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. But, okay. but as of now, I, I picked us to cover the spread and I picked us to win. I just feel like if I would have picked the win but not got the three points and you got seven and it was right, you would have got on me because your number one thing was, oh, make sure you write down that she said three points. I know, but I'm confused. I just said that if it come down to the end, that means you won. (laughs) 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 So you won. So you won. What we want a cookie? I I know. I said it. I said it. Thank you. Thank you. I said it. You know, if it comes down to the end, this one week. Remember, hey, that one time? That band came. I also said that Terrence Still would be fine at right tackle. Barry said that as well. Told you, so, gonna put them paws on him. We were right on that one. Oh, listen, I listen. I'm so happy to be wrong about that. I'm so happy to be wrong. The man came out there, he played well. I'm not sure if Joey Bosa was sick. <laughs> or what was going on. But I know Terrence still came out there. He did his thing. I did not see them give him much help. At all. And I was surprised. That's <laughs> was the thing mm-hmm. that got me like, oh, my man, he barely was getting chips. Barely was getting hit by the tight ends. It was all pause on that man. Like and he, he was up for the task. So, so in, in one respect, still correct. We're not going to get these dudes help out here. Even, <laughs> though, even though we you know. That is right. I don't, you think they was like, all right, man, Steele's handling his work. 
you know what I'm saying? We don't need the chip. Or they or they just went into that game plan like, look, you on your own, big dog. Nah, I, I, I think they thought that they uh, switched it up enough, uh, some misdirection runs, some speed uh, speed sweeps <laughs> with, with Tony Pollard and some quick sets to help them out um, so they didn't feel like they needed needed the chip. Or maybe they just saw something in practice in training camp where they were like, I hey, ain't see that in preseason. Hey, this is, this is the guy. This is the guy. He went out there and he proved it. So shout out to him. So happy to be wrong about that. We came out and we did the thing on Sunday. Y'all did. We did the thing. Y'all definitely did. No, who's y'all? You, yeah, you did. Who's y'all? Hey, I ain't part of the team. Man. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't part of the team. Yeah, you did. You did. You did pick I them up. I picked the L, so I got to go on the other side. Pick you know, y'all got that one. I'll give y'all that for I mean, sure. offensively, I think we saw a great game from the team. Uh, we got a little more balance. Uh, Dak actually only threw 27 uh, times. He completed 23 of them. Uh, 237 yards, a pick. No touchdowns uh, passing. Mm -hmm. So that was actually interesting. All of them came off runs. Uh, Tony Pollard, who I actually said... I liked. I liked this guy. I wanted to see him get the ball more. He had 13 carries for 109 yards and a touchdown. He got my game ball for the game. Uh, your boy Zeke had 16 carries for 71 yards and a touchdown. Um, Pollard was actually asked after the game um, if there was controversy with the running backs. He said, uh, we're good as long as we're winning. Everything is fine. But he is also the second man up. So he, I'm sure, is saying that because he had a great game and he's getting the ball more. But how do you guys think Zeke's actually feeling about this? Of course, he's probably not going to mention oh, anything. Yeah. But do you think he's jealous or do you think not, he's feeling some yet. type of way? Not yet. I mean, he's going to definitely answer, you know, the political way. Like, oh, everything's all good. You know, right. we're, we're thunder and lightning. We're going to share this <laughs> thing and, the, you know, all that good stuff. But... If this way, if it keeps going this way, and Pollard's getting you know 14, 15 carries, he's you know around seventy yards, hundred yards, you know every 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 now and so often, and everybody starts to shift towards Pollard getting the rock more and more. I think you'll hear, you'll think you'll see a little something, some little grumblings in the background, like hey, you know I can still eat out here. I need to get this rock a little bit more. But right now they won. It's early in the season, but I promise you, once we get later on in this season, if it mm -hmm. keeps piling up like this, and you start seeing Pollard's RB one, and then you get on ESPN <laughs> and, and at Fox Sports Net, and they're saying you know Pollard got the juice, you know he got the juice now. You're going to start seeing some grumblings from old 2 1. I know what, what. CD even came from the backfield one time. So. Yeah. <laughs> what's, what's crazy is, you know, last year we started to see this. Uh, we started to see Tony Pollard take some reps from Zeke, yeah. and you saw him be able to get out there and maximize his opportunity. He was out there getting yards Each and getting and touchdowns. Time. He out he rushed Zeke a couple times last year. And we were sitting there, you know, like, man, who should you start on your fantasy team at this point, right? Because Tony Pollard is that guy who can come out there and be a change of pace. But I think this week we saw not just a change of pace, he can run up in between the tackles. Look, look, he can come on speed sweeps. Exactly. <laughs> He's catching the ball out of the backyard. I mean, out of the backfield. So, I mean, he got out there and did some things. And uh, I'm still just very surprised to see how many – Full series, he's taken away from Zeke. Not like they're not switching in and out. You know what I'm saying? You know, in, in one series, it's like, all right, Zeke, you out for this entire series. This is Tony's series, and, and it's not like you said. It's not like you know he's just a change of pace guy. Oh, I'm tired. Let me tap in real quick. Um, Pollard and Zeke and all. They're actually drawing up plays for this guy. Yeah. Fly sweeps. They're making sure he's on the field just as much as Zeke's on the field. And like I said, it, it's not a problem right now. We're winning. It's early on in the season, but it's gonna come point in time where Zeke's like, hold on. 
am I the top dog here, or are we just are we just really thunder and lightning out here trying to be you know Marion Barber and Felix Jones? Zeke is going to be the guy. Zeke is going to be the guy. Are we sure? Because as as the season goes on, if we continue to uh, to keep some balance and make sure that we play the game how we played, which I think was great for us, man. When you say that you know Dak didn't throw it that much because he didn't have that many opportunities. It's all about adaptability. We, we we held the ball, I believe, for the first drive for like almost eight minutes. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We running the ball, we throwing it, so we're slowing down the tempo of the game to where we're not giving Justin uh, that many opportunities to get out there and throw touchdowns on us. Kind of mm-hmm. like opposite of what we did the week before when mm-hmm. we were just, you know, score as fast as you can and get that thing back to Tom. And I think it helped us out this uh, uh, this week. How impressed are we with Kellen Moore right now? I mean, yeah. this dude is attacking defenses. Like none other. Like we went up to Tampa Bay, their their strength was their front seven. Vita Bay, all those boys. We knew we really couldn't run the ball against them. Well, I didn't know that. I thought we should still pound Zeke. But Kellen, that's why they pay him the big bucks. He knew to attack their secondary, and they ate mm-hmm. off of that. This week, we knew going into this game that uh, Chargers, they're a 3-4-3-5 team, which means those running lanes are going to be wide open. And what did we do? We ran the ball, what, like 29, 30 times like that, splitting it between him and Zeke, and they carried the rock for us for the win. So it's all about adaptability when you're going into this offense. And if you can show that you can throw the ball with the best of them as well as run the ball with the best of them, it's going to be extremely hard for NFL teams and their defenses to game plan for the Dallas Cowboys because you're going to throw them off balance so much. Shout out to Amari Cooper. Man, no, 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 no. I, I can't even ride with you on that. After my man gave Not me a 1.53 fantasy points. Shout out, shout out to Coop showing man. up, baby. And then Derrick Henry went off for 50. So she, man, I don't even want man, So I know this it. is actually going to suck for fantasy people, but I feel like do we need number one guys for the run for, you know, receiving? Like yesterday he gave it to seven Seven different people touched that ball yesterday, and I thought it was perfect. It went smoothly. Like, do we do, do the Cowboys? I know it sucks for fantasy because then it's like, oh, we don't even know who's going to get the ball most. Who, like, we don't have a, the Cowboys don't have a number one guy. Who uh, is Omari Cooper going to get it? Is is Zeke going to get it? Who's going to get it? Um, do we need that though? Like, I feel like the Cowboys are going to be more of a team that's like. Defenses don't know what to do. They don't know what's happening. Anybody on that team is a weapon, and anybody can get the ball, and it can go anywhere at any point in time. Like, isn't that like kind of more what you would want to be like this unpredictable, unpredictable team than knowing like Kellen Moore? Oh, that's that's going to be his first read almost every time. I don't know. I think uh, you know when it comes down to it, you have to have some go-to guys. Uh, there, there are going to be uh, situations at the end of games, at the end of halves, where you have a, you need a guy who's going to win his matchup one on one, and no matter if the whole stadium knows that you're going there, he's going to have to win. When you see some of those good teams, when you see Green Bay, Devontae mm-hmm. Adams is the guy, that right? Guy. They still have some other pieces that can make some plays, but Devontae Adams is the guy. When you look at uh, Seattle. You, you know, you got Russell Wilson's going to make the play, but he's yeah. probably going to hit Tyler Lockett. Yeah, <laughs> you know, even guy. though you got Metcalf, yeah. Tyler Lockett has been that guy for uh, Russell Wilson. So I think that as balanced as we are and as much talent that we have, we still have to have something that we can uh, hang our hat on uh, look, look, in, in those look, type of situations. Look at Tampa Bay. I mean, look, they got so many options. That's the, mo- that's the most similar team I can think about as far as um, having offensive power, power, power similar to ours because they got a, a nice trio out there in Godwin, Evans, Antonio Brown. Mm-hmm. But when you look at it, the guy, when things get to nut-cutting time, it's Gronkowski. Easy. I mean, when we get to the red zone, it's Gronkowski. I got to get it. It's a must-have it. I got to get to this guy. So it's a great, it's a good problem to have. 
have to have all these options out there, but you got to have that guy that when things get down to the nitty-gritty and I got to make a play right here, you have that go-to guy. And right now, I don't know, who, who would you call it Amari or would you call it CD? I call it CD. In the receiving core, I'm going to call it CD. Yeah, because he shows up Yeah, yeah. Of, every of course, week. Of he course. shows up every oh, week. Okay, Shade. No, he no, does. No, 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 Shade. No, Shade. I mean, when, when you look at things that you can do with CD, like you just said, he he ran the, the ball out of the backfield. Yeah. He's punt returning. He's the he's like the jack of all trades but at this point. he open field yeah, before nothing, the halftime. Yeah, nothing mm-hmm. against Coop. I'm just saying, but when you're looking at something, you're drawing up a play. Right now, I think they have more plays drawn up for C.D. Lamb than they do for Amari Cooper, which is no shade to him. C.D. Lamb's a hell of a player. Yeah, uh, yeah. And then in the backfield, it's, it's still Zeke. <laughs> like it is, It's still Zeke. Zeke's still the guy you're going to win. You got, when you got third and one, fourth and one, Tony Paula ain't going to be in the game getting the, getting the rock. Know. It's going to be on Zeke. I don't know. I, let, me, let me ask you this, though. Let me ask both of y'all this, though. Just from looking at the game, you know, we was watching it yesterday. Just from looking at the game, who had more pop? Who had more juice? Out of that backfield. The, I mean, ju- I, the juice and the squeeze was Tony ooh. Pollard. Like, he had it all. Like, to me, he looked so good yesterday. And he was, like you said, they're not that different of, like, running back styles. It's not like they're doing or asking to be di- – or the coach isn't asking them to do different things. He's just getting it done, and he's getting it done with a little flair is what it looked like yesterday. Yeah, I mean, like, and all that is fine with y'all on y'all Tony Pollard thing. I'm, I but, was asking the but, question. But when I'm looking at Zeke <laughs> – and I know what Zeke is, and I look at the body of work that Zeke has, and we know what Zeke can do. He doesn't look like he's far off from where he's been. He, he's we... still hitting the holes. He's still punishing guys when he when he gets a chance. Sometimes when he bounces outside, yeah, he, you know, he, he lost a couple yards. He scored. Yeah. <laughs> he he catching uh, catch the ball out of the backfield, especially at the most important time of the game, at the end of the game when we're trying to get that last field goal. Zeke is still out there making plays. So is he? He's more of a ground and pound. And 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 Pollard's more the home run threat. Because I, I, it's like, I would say, you know, I don't want to call him Felix, but like that's how we tried to play the Felix uh, the Fe- funny, Felix Jones role yeah. back funny in the day. You say that uh, on Twitter yesterday, people were like, uh, Tony Pollard is who we thought but. Felix Jones was going to be. Ah, <laughs> uh, they can't play my dog Felix. Uh, you gonna like play that, like that? Nah, they can't play I mean, like that. But man. if you look at it, I mean, for these last two seasons, Tony Pollard has been that guy. He's he's you know he's back there in the return game. Yeah, yeah. He's they drawing up these creative plays for him when he's taking them to the house and we and it, it's not splash because yeah, yeah. it's consistent. It's consistent. I give you that. So I, mean, I think to, Uncle was Uncle had his years though where he was he, he, he was kind of yeah, that guy back there a little bit. He did, but Tony Pollard looking a lot different right yeah, now. Yeah, he's looking yeah. a lot different. So shout out to him. He, he's playing well, but I think Zeke is still that guy that you lean on when when you got that situation where you need to get some yards, need to get a yard, you need to get two. I think you're lining up with Tony. Uh, Third and five, who you going with right now? Third and five, Tony Pollard or Zeke? It, it depends with? on what Kellen's drawing up because if we, if, we did, if we got blitz, then I'm putting it's Zeke a out there. It's, it's a run. It's a run. Oh, Zeke. Who you got? Oh, Zeke. 35. 35. If we running it, oh, absolutely. Ooh, okay. Absolutely. Faith in the big dog. Hey, listen, we, what, what we, this, this is what we know. That the splash is cool, all right? When you when you getting in and getting out or whatever, but when you have to do that thing consistently, that is then true. It, it, it's a hard thing to do. You ask Juju. Yeah, when teams start, <laughs> start, start game planning on you yes. and like, look, he's good. he loves to bounce it here. Or he loves to hit the hole hard here. This is who they love to run behind. Then we'll see what type of guy we got. With Tony Pollard getting the game, these are the six plays that they run. And then all of a sudden see how consistent he is in getting yards and running those plays. Then, you know, I think it changes a little bit. So you would say the pressure basically is going to change the way. Like right now he's like, oh, I'm the second guy. Like I could do great or not do great. And it's it's not on me. Is that what you're saying? No, no. I'm I'm saying that I think I've seen Zeke do this 
year in and year out. Leading rusher, you know, offensive player of the year. His body of work is more consistent. Yeah, Tony Pollard has some stuff that he's doing right now, but until it's consistent throughout the entire season or when we say, all right, if Zeke gets hurt and we got Tony Pollard in there started for the entire game yeah, and, he consistently, and hurt, he consistently but. does what we see him doing now, mm-hmm. then, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's the guy. But I think everything changes when you become that guy. When you become the number one, then things people things start honing on yeah. you. You had the perfect example, Juju Smith Schuster. I mean, look, when AB was the guy, Juju was lighting it up. Oh, he can do it. He's TikTok monster of the world, whatever. But then when teams start focusing on you, do you become well, the regular dude? Yeah, that, I guess that, that's my question. Like, is it is is it the pressure that changes it for you, or just the no, more reps you get? It's the defensive yeah. coordinators. They, when they like when when Pollard comes in, I'm telling you right now, a lot of defenses are probably like, "Whew, got a little break. We ain't got to hit Zeke's whole heavy butt right. no more." And it kind of you know they they lax a little bit. But now, seeing as though he's running the way he is, I'm sure defenses will hype up for well, him. Yeah, look, look at it this way: like when a starting quarterback goes down in like the second quarter, right, and then the, the next guy comes in, we, we over right? Like, yes. Yeah. You like well, you, you do that, yeah, right? Yeah. But then also sometimes you see those guys come out and have hell of a game because you have a scheme for those guys, mm-hmm. right? And then the next week, you know, you go into the game, and you're like, oh man, well he played well last week. What the hell happened to him this week? Yeah, perfect yeah. example. Yeah, we practiced Robert with. Griffin, perfect example. Rookie year, he was uh, unbelievable. Hit the league like a storm. That next year, they schemed up on him. Easy. Yeah, that's how I wrote Only this. person they ain't been able to figure out is my man Lamar. Oh, Lamar, man. Okay. Only, only one they ain't well, been able to figure out. We're going to talk defense as soon as we come back from the break because I was surprised at what yeah, I saw. Yeah, me too. I ain't going to lie to Not you. I. <laughs> I ain't going to lie to you. We'll be right back. Top 10. Honey, big news. Gary, are you okay? Oh, I'm not Gary anymore. I'm Jackie Flash. What? See, I want the latest smartphone, but the best deals are only for new customers. So to get a new customer deal, I changed my name to Jackie Flash. Okay, but the best smartphone deals at AT&T are for everyone, new and existing customers. That's huge. Then guess who's getting a deal? Is it Jackie Flash? Jackie Flash. It's not complicated. At AT&T, our best smartphone deals are for everyone. Restrictions apply. Visit att.com for details. The Cowboys way, where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like. Where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day. Where we are all defined by one single thing, the star. Where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. It's game day. You know what that means. First, kebab prep. Steak, pepper, onion, steak, pepper, onion. Next, a counterclockwise lap around the room. Now, the lucky grease-stained jersey goes on. And lastly, the dance. You know the one. This is a game day ritual no matter where you are. Whether you're traveling to the game or watching from your favorite vacation spot, book a place to stay on Hotels.com and keep the tradition alive and well. Hotels.com, proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. Back to the Players' Lounge. 
Head to AT&T Stadium on Sunday, September 26th to experience the first rally day of the season presented by SeatGeek. Get ready to cheer on your Dallas Cowboys with tours of AT&T Stadium, photographs from the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders and Dallas Cowboys alumni, ticket giveaways, games, inflatables, and more. Check out the brand new Miller Lighthouse and get excited for kickoff on Monday. Visit attstadium.com for tickets and more information. Are you guys going to be there to get to sign autographs since you guys are NFL alum? Church might be there, man. You, uh, you never know. It might cost you a little, might cost you a lot. It's going to cost you. <laughs> Welcome back to the Players Lounge brought to you by Hotels.com. We talked about the offense from yesterday's game. Defense. Micah Parsons, shortly before the game started, we started hearing rumors that he was going to be starting at defensive end. People were like, what the heck's going on? Some people were excited. Some people were like, he's too small. What is happening? Well, he played defensive end yesterday. Mm, yeah, he did. He played defensive end yesterday. At a high level, too. And he was excited after the game. He said that he actually hasn't played that many uh, snaps at DN since he was in high school. Uh, but he said he fell right into it. He felt comfortable. And he said that this just opens up the playbook more for the defense. And he is excited to do more of it when asked. Um, and he's ready to play. So what did you guys think of his game? Go ahead, top 10. Uh, listen, the man was outstanding. He was. Yes. He was outstanding. He was. See, what happens is DQ, he's so smart. Right? <laughs> this, is, this, this is what he did. He lined him up over there on my man Slater. And, uh, you know, he let him run to that brick wall a few times. He Boy, said, nah, with it. I'm going to the other side. He, I'm going to the other side. Hey, what did he say on Friday? You want the <laughs> No. no. <laughs> and he went to the other side, man, and then he, he changed the game. He did. Uh, you man. saw him he getting did. pressures. He got a sack. <laughs> he had Herbert uh, out of the pocket the entire game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I seen him with a smooth up and under move. Uh, so you could tell that he's been getting coached to play yeah. that position all through training camp. And he went out there, and he was a difference maker. And uh, – I'm happy for him. I'm happy for my man DQ. Mm-hmm. We got two more toner, toner, uh, turnovers. <laughs> Shout out to my man uh, Trayvon Diggs. He balling. You know he what balling. I'm saying? Out second there playing contract. for a second contract. Second contract. You know, we, we look good, man. If you, if you saw it, this is what we said was going to happen. Dan Quinn was going to get them in a position to get their eyes on the quarterback after they get into their drop, and then they have to make that tackle. And they minimize the yards after catch. It was, it was so many times where you seen them swing the ball out to Eckler, tackle for loss, hit it, hit a, a tight end or a receiver right there for five yards, and they got stopped for five yards. And they were moving to the ball. And I think that is the biggest difference uh, from last year to this year. Is you see guys uh, running to the ball, making those tackles, and, and minimizing and minimizing that yard after after catching. We did it, man. We did it. <laughs> Look, I mean, where do we start? I, I got to start with Micah Parsons. I mean, how much how much good can we say about this man? Right. I mean, this is a rookie. And not only a rookie, he, he didn't even play all of last year. He's coming in here, NFL, and look, I mean, last week there was a lot of people saying, you know, he's the best player on defense, and I wasn't ready to give him the anointment oil just yet. But after this game, after this performance, I got to say this man is, without a doubt, the best player on our defense. You're talking about a rookie Going in from middle linebacker, the transition from linebacker to defensive end, that, that's not an easy transition. And he made it look easy out there. Like, this guy was like, look, coach, we need you out there for 39 snaps at defensive end. We have nobody else to pressure the quarterback. You are what we need to pressure the quarterback. And he went out there and he did it. Like you said, up and under moves. He had Justin Herbert 
running for his life out there mm-hmm. pretty much the entire game. And then he wrapped him up and got a sack. I don't know about the sack, but, yeah, but, he, but they counted it. They, we'll talk about it. They counted that as a sack. This man was all over the field. Now, going forward, would I like to see him back at that middle linebacker position? I would say yes, because, you know, being at that one end, it kind of takes away from your sideline to sideline ability and, and his playmaking ability, but just hats goes off to this guy, being able to switch positions and make an immediate impact at linebacker and defense. Defensive end. So, that, I mean, that's just mind-blowing to me right there. And also with this this defense, like you said, Danny, the way they're taking this ball away, I mean, they're finding ways to orchestrate takeaways. And we haven't seen that in a long time. And shout out to, to Diggs out there because the way he intercepted – people don't intercept over routes. All right? Like, if, if you're outside leverage on a corner and he's run, or on a receiver and he's running an over route, the best you usually can do is either dive and try to break it up or just rally and tackle him. This guy slipped it. With, I mean, I haven't seen anything like this. And got the interception. I mean, it just blew my mind out there. And I got to give shouts out to my boy Javon Curse. I mean, we don't give a lot of shout-outs to him on here, but the guy has been playing well. I mean, he in Tampa Bay, he showed flashes. This game, I felt like he was all over the football as a strong safety. He was there. It should have been a pick because that was nowhere <laughs> near pass interference. He had his hand on his hip. There was no grabbing. He just yeah, made, that a, was, that he just was made a hell of a play. That a hell nervous. of a play. This guy, I mean, he improved his game because in Detroit he was considered a rotational guy, maybe just a special teams guy. But he came here, he's been showing out in camp, and these first two regular season games, he's been balling out. So I got to give you your credit. Dan Quinn, he came in here, he's showing that his creativity is on full display right now. Because we had no pass rush. With Gregory and D-Log on, we wasn't going to have no pass rush. My man put Parsons there, got the job done. Shouts out to DQ. I'm just, listen, and I got to go back to this just because last year we talked about how when Nolan and his group came in, we saw a, a, a steep decline in the Very play steep. from the defensive backs. Yes. And then we see two games in, an increase <laughs> in, in the production from the from the defensive backfield. Mm-hmm. I mean, outside of that uh, that blown two-man uh, with Antonio Brown yeah, going to yeah. Tampa, they've been on their stuff. They are disguising. When you watch that film, you see these guys line up like they're playing man to man, motion the guy back in to make it make it swag. look like it's man to man, and then drop back into cover four, or drop back into cover two. Had the young quarterback confused. Let me ask you this real quick. Outside of Diggs, because we know Diggs is playing, he, he's balling right now. He's be balling out of his mind right now. Outside of Diggs, how do you feel these these corners are playing? I, listen, I, I think they're playing. I think they're getting better. Okay. I think it started off a That's little fair. shaky, and we also went against one of the top offenses that we will see mm-hmm. uh, throughout this season. And they put us some yards on us. And I think they went back. They went and got some film study, and they watched some stuff. They figured out how to disguise a little bit. Figured out how to get themselves into a better position than they were in week one. And I think they played better this week. I yeah. mean, we went out there and we stopped these dudes. Yeah, <laughs> you know it what wasn't, I'm it wasn't so, like red zone, Ben, but don't break. <laughs> and look, I gotta say this because. We get on this guy, you know, week in and week out. Everybody, the media, everybody gets on him. But I got to give my boy swiping those swipes. I got to give him his Yes, I got to give him his flowers today because my man, you know, he he lost his position. His his snap count went way down. And then they just threw him back in there like, hey, we need you to play linebacker again. Him and the Wolf Hunter. They both played very well last week. I think he led the team in tackles. So got to give a shout-out to uh, Jalen Smith on that I think that's what happens when you have depth on your team because you're competing now for your position. Sometimes people get a little complacent, I think, when they're like, oh, I'm I'm the starter. You know, Mm -hmm. like this is – you got – these are rookies come in, they don't know. And then the rookies show up and show out, and then they're like, oh, wait – I got to get back on my game. Mm-hmm. And I think that's 
kind of look like what we saw. Mm -hmm. uh, we did see the debut of Malik Hooker yesterday as well. Mm -hmm. I didn't really see him too much in the game. What I are you seen guys thinking? <laughs> I seen Eckler hitting with a ooh. <laughs> I seen him hit one of those, but you know, his first game back yeah. in a while. You know, I'm gonna give him I'm gonna give him the benefit out of doubt, but it's gonna be real interesting that oh. safety position going forward. You think just that one? Because I, I can tell you who's, who's hoping that Michael Parson plays the end. And that's the Wolf Hunter and Jalen Smith. Because I'm, I'm serious. Because if, yeah. he's, if he's playing there, then they get more playing time, right? right? And then you say, all right, if we are going to put Michael Parsons at DN, whose spot is he taking? Because you got Randy Gregory and you still got Tank. Yeah, but Tank, will, what is, it's looking like November. But, he, no, he well, I, I mean to, for him to like – when he just gets straight back out, in. yeah, to straight out be a, a, a you know, what I'm saying a defensive oh, end, moving, right? Oh, like the, yes, like career. yeah, moving take forward, out. Yeah. Oh, just right. moving forward, just okay. moving forward, right? So if you say, all right, listen, this is where he makes makes his bones at. This is where he uh, helps us uh, the most on defense, right? Do you move him when no. another guy gets back if he's more productive than than the guy he's who's coming be. off injury? I mean, and not just Tank. I'm talking about Randy as well. If yeah. he's playing better than both, right? Because he's not going to be going up against Slater on the left side every time, right? Yeah, that's that's, 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 true, that's you know. So yeah, he's, yeah, he's going to eventually be able to move over to the left side or the right side for him and and cause some pressure as well. So it's going to be a lot of guys wondering if they're going to get their spots back, including my man Collins. Would you? <laughs> ooh, that's a big one right there. That's a huge lay, one. Lay, lay listen, I'm just just saying. You got two DNs. Gregory and Law, who they both can play at a high level. Would you rather have Parsons move back, who we know for sure can play that linebacker at a high level better than you know the Wolf Hunter and Smith? Would you move him back there, or if he's he, if he's balling, he got to be balling unbelievably at defensive end to stick him there. I mean, what's your thoughts on that? I'm moving him back, but I, I'm going to sprinkle him in as a rusher. Okay, uh, a couple packages the game because. The man said he ain't done that since high school. Mm. That's how he looked after not doing it since high school. Going to so D-Ware's camp. Yeah. I'm telling you. So, so just imagine him, you know, getting four or five games under his belt, Oof. right? Seeing seeing some of the new moves. That he, let him get a spin move. He run four three five. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, let him get a yeah. spin move in there. Let him really figure out hand placement. And you have no idea how good this guy can be. So I think it's it's a good problem to have. Uh, but it's gonna be some upset guys uh, in that locker room. Would you say he needs to put on a little bit of weight? I mean, he is actually only six pounds smaller than uh, or lighter than T.J. Watt. But like, do would he need if he stays yes. at defensive end? Would you say five ten pounds? Yeah, because even though he's only six pounds lighter. Than TJ, they different body builds. Like yeah. TJ's arms are, you know, what I mean, he got the wingspan of a who knows. He got a long wingspan that helps him get off of those tackles. So I would say he needs to get a little bit bigger if they put him at DM. But I like him at linebacker. I mean, that sideline to sideline, he can eat up anything. Out yeah, there. If, if you if you put him at defensive end for 100 percent of the snaps, then yes. Yeah. If you find a way to get him rushing on on those third, those crucial third downs uh, throughout the game, then I would say no because he's yeah. gonna be going back and forth from linebacker. Keep but quicks. you have to if he's going to be that productive as a rusher, you have to find a way to get him rushing. Yeah. <laughs> right? You got to find yeah. a way. They did with Devin White. Yeah. Tampa. Bay. Game eight sacks last year, yeah, so we'll find a way. Yeah. Okay, I'm just bringing this up because this is something y'all were talking about when we were talking about um, Zach Martin moving to that right tackle position was the Pro Bowl. This is a guy that I think Micah Parsons could be a Pro Bowler his rookie season, but if he's getting moved back and forth that much, is that going to affect his Pro Bowl? 
Who are you gonna? How are you gonna vote for him at, at Pro Bowl I, linebacker? I don't. I don't. I think you'll vote for him at linebacker because I don't see him moving there as a full time defensive yeah. end. I think that he'll he'll get a chance to make some plays as a linebacker, and as the season goes on, and we play some some teams that are going to run the ball, he's going to have an opportunity to make some more of those plays. He's also going to have an opportunity to drop in coverage, get some interceptions, try to get some takeaways. So I think that if he is voted into the Pro Bowl, it'll be him as a uh, linebacker. Yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be a linebacker. I mean, half of the guys in this league, this I mean, T.J. Watts considered a linebacker. Who else they got? I mean, Matt Judon, all those guys are considered linebackers, even though they just rush the passer ninety nine percent of the time. So. I think he'll get in there. If he does get in there, it'll be at a linebacker position. All right. Well, we are going to take our final break. When we come back, we're talking about the special teams. Is it too oh. soon to be worried about them? Fossil. Organic pumpkin smoothies are back at Smoothie King. With at least 13 grams of protein each and five options to choose from, it's easy to find a favorite to help you reach your goals. Like the new Keto Champ Pumpkin. Packed with a whopping 23 grams of protein and nine net carbs, it's a quick and nutritious meal on the go. So order online or through the app for pickup or delivery. And power up with pumpkin and protein. Official smoothie of the Dallas Cowboys. Smoothie King, rule the day. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. The Cowboys way, where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like. Where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day. Where we are all defined by one single thing, the star. Where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Hi, I'm Clint Tillerson with United Ag and Turf. Before you can park yourself in front of the game, park yourself in a John Deere and power through your chores. Our Land Run package is a 1025R, 25-horsepower tractor with a loader, rotary cutter, and a box blade for $229 a month. And the price you see is the price you'll pay. No surprises. So don't miss another kickoff. Visit unitedagandturf.com. Offer ends February 1st, 2021. Restrictions apply. See dealer for details. Now let's get to work. Back to the Players' Lounge. Check out the new Miller Lighthouse located outside of AT&T Stadium where Dallas Cowboys game traditions are born. Enjoy yard games, Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders, performances, beer gardens, and more. For more information, visit attstadium.com slash Miller Lighthouse. Miller Lighthouse, your tailgate just got jealous. All right, we are back and we are talking. We saved the... Most probably most negative for last because our offense looked good, our defense everybody was excited about, but special teams again this week. Um, you know, Zerline did have that 56 yard field goal, which was great, won us the game. It was actually his second longest of his career. His first longest was 57 yards, and that actually was against the Cowboys when he was playing for the Rams in that playoff game. Um, but there was that costly, like, uh, rushing the kicker situation. There was some other stuff. What did you guys think about special teams yesterday? Is it too soon to be worried about them? Are they just getting the kinks out? Well, what is going on here? 
Yeah, I think I think it's too soon to panic. Um, but if this continues to be an issue, because we also had some issues with this last season as well, if this continues to be an issue, then then, then we're going to have to get worried. Um, there's some there's some times in games where some calls are made where you where you don't understand it. Uh, the 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 roughing the kicker on the punt. Um, I'm not out there coaching, but at that point in the game, uh, I would have made sure <laughs> that I'm telling telling. First of all, I would only have my most dependable guys rushing at that point, yeah. and I would have made sure they knew the most important thing is to force the punt. punt that is safe. it. Yeah, just force the punt. punt give us a chance to get the ball back. Our offense is moving it, so let, give us the opportunity to go out there and make the plays. Uh, that that could be really costly. It could have changed everything for us. Um, so hopefully, you know, we get those things in line. I'm glad that Zerline came back and made up for what happened to him last week. He came out there and won the game for yeah. us. Uh, Got the game ball yeah. and everything. And then, but we're also gonna start, you know, eventually talk about that. Why he was in the position to make that long field goal in the first place? <laughs> uh, that, that is true, and, and like you said, man, I'm not, I, I just could—it just blew my mind. Like, why are we going for the punt block right now? Like, we get we we good. We can set up a nice return, get good field position for our offense, and we went after the punt block. And then we going in, we going in there with guys that rookie, rookie undrafted guys like my boy Azor Kamar. This is his first <laughs> game action yep, all NFL year. And they're like, go ahead, go. You know, he made the mistake. And what do you know? He's trying to make his bones. He's, he's trying to make no his bones. No pun intended. Yeah, he's, he's, trying, trying. <laughs> he's, he's trying to go out there and make a play to solidify his spot on the squad. Like, that's not you – know, no offense to him, but sometimes in certain situations you need to have somebody who – who experience. has the football, you know, the football experience to know, hey, well, I made it this far and I'm not there yet, so I need to pull off pull to make off. sure I don't I don't, don't run get you a block kicker. or something. Um, you know, and it's it's a learning thing for him, but hopefully this is not a continuing trend for us on special It's teams. been like this about two years now. I ain't gonna say actually maybe so three if we go back trend. to Keto Quinn. If we go all the way back to there, I mean it might be three years, but this special teams, man, we gotta pick it up. Cause before it was never a problem like this. When you had guys like D Mac out here going down there on kickoff, <laughs> blocking stuff, I mean it was never a problem before. But now it's it's a little shaky right now. All right, well, you mentioned it already, so let's get into this time management situation. Mm. Um, so I watched the post-game interviews, and there, <laughs> there was a little, a little bit of miss even in there because Mike McCarthy said that the clock that he was watching went off. He didn't see anything, and granted, there are 18 other clocks going off, but I get when you're looking at something the whole game and – it's hard to find something else right away. So that's what he said. But then Dak comes in during his interview and said that he knew the clock was running and he thought that they just had confidence in Greg the Leg to make that. So they were they were purposely running it down. So their stories were conflicting a little bit. They probably should have figured out what they were going <laughs> to say prior to that moment. But Mike McCarthy said he did not know that the clock was running because his clock went out. Dak said he knew and he thought they were running it down. So so, isn't it a run play? They ran, the, they ran the ball. Yeah, like, <laughs> I, I, I did not know the clock is going, but... <laughs> Man, look, that could have been – imagine if he misses that. Because that's not a chip shot. Like, I know Greg got a you know, unbelievable leg and he can hit, you know, long field goals. But 56 yards is not a chip shot by yeah. any – He missed a short, he he missed a short, short one last short week. One. And, yeah. he missed and that was one. his second longest ever. So it's not like he does this on the regular – like, 56 they made it yards closer was his second. than they should have been. Like, yeah. that, that was that – was, if he misses that, 
and then we go to OT and somehow and losing char- overtime. Man, that looked like I'm saying that looked like some Les Miles stuff, man. Uh, I listen, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, he looked like some old LSU <laughs> time where you sitting there and you just a little confused, or maybe Tom Brady forgetting that it was fourth down. Like that's some that's that's that that's that type of stuff. And and Greg the Leg did save him this week because I'm telling you, we are tearing into Mike McCarthy if he misses that field goal. One because you run the ball on the previous play. Yeah. So you know that the clock is going to be running, even though you have out. a timeout, right? <laughs> so, so, so what are you doing, right? Yeah, yeah. Like if you're going to run it, then you're going to call a timeout anyways, just so you can try to get you another five yard out, a ten yard out, just to get it a little closer. Mm-hmm. But that wasn't in the plan at all. So those mojo moments, <laughs> we need to have a mojo <laughs> moment this week they of might. going through. Because you remember that's how Jason Gary used to be. If yeah. we messed up something in the game. Right, if we went through that whole situation, we would play that situation back the next week. A in couple practice. of times, it would be twenty six seconds on the clock. We would run the ball, and then we would find out what we were supposed to do in that situation versus what <laughs> we actually did, just to make sure it didn't happen again. And I'm sure they're going to run through that. Oh, they're going to do it again. I'm sure they're going to run through that. So hopefully it doesn't happen again. But shout out to Greg the Leg because he was we was he down on this. him last week. Saved he it. saved. Well, I mean he's even because he blew it last week. Yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> he blew it. and he won it this week. Next week is so Zero again. <laughs> yeah, so now he's even. But yes, shout out, shout out to him. Who we got next uh, week? Philly shaking it off. Philly on Monday, huh? Yes. Mm. What y'all thinking? That's gonna be a good one. <laughs> what am I thinking? Dub? I mean, easy dub we'll, or, we'll, or, or we'll, tight like we'll, this we'll, one? We'll, we'll get more into it later. But another young quarterback, DQ. I, I got faith in the fact that he's gonna figure out a way to get at Jalen Hurts. Uh, we'll dive deeper into it. I'm sure later. But I'll tell you one thing, we yes. can't do. We can't be giving up them edges now, cause cause Herbert rolled out a couple times. Herbert rolled out a couple times, you know, extended the play. But Hurts, he gonna roll out a couple times, and he gonna get about 20, 30 yards. Let, so we gotta him, make sure we keep that contained. Going. Let him roll out to four three over there. He's, let him roll out to old four three five. Three. Michael Parsons <laughs> over there. <laughs> Parsons still gonna be down. There? Is he yeah, gonna be? tank out? You, Gregory back though. He on the other side. So you go, oh, all right. Parsons will be rushing, Parsons will be rushing the passer. He will be doing some very creative things anytime we play a, a mobile quarterback. I'm talking about full DN, not packages. No, no, no. I mean, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. I got, I got to see. I got, first, we got to make sure Randy Gregory and nobody else is actually yeah, out of the yeah. game uh, due to COVID. So, I, like Britt said, we probably won't be able to truly call it until Friday. But I'm saying we're gonna get the dub. Right. Yeah, um, I already did my game ball of the week. Tony Pollard, who, who do you guys have? Go ahead, D-Mac. If I'm giving a game ball out to anyone, it's going to be our offensive line. The whole offensive line the whole is O-line. getting a game ball. I think we gave up that one, that that sack on Tyron. Uh, yeah. Maybe I think it was in the middle of the game. But other than that, we were stout. We ran the ball. We mm-hmm. pass protected. We, yeah. we, Zach was cool. Tony Pollard broke out for over 100. Zeke got a touchdown. Terrence Steele held up. I mean, we got – we, they played well. So I'm giving the game ball to the offensive line because that is the way we're going to win this season by having a dominant offensive line, being able to bully those guys on the opposite side so we can do whatever we want to do on offense. I'm with you on that one. I'm with the old line I'm going to make it a little bit more specific, though. I'm going to go ahead and give mine directly to my <laughs> man, Terrence Steele. All right, my boy Steele, he, he made me look good out there because I told him, in, you know, that was like that Monday or Tuesday. I said, you know what, Terrence is going to put pause on him. People thought I was crazy, but he did. He went out there, pass protection, run protection, or run uh, blocking 
saying? He did his thing out there. And, and look, this is an undrafted guy who last year, 14 starts. Got benched twice. Got benched twice. He didn't look too good. Going through camp, the reports weren't too great on this guy. But then he came to this game play, or this game day and he was ready to roll. So my my, my personal uh, football player of the game, whatever it may be, goes to Terrence Steele. He did his job out there, held out Bosa, pressureless, sackless. Oh, no, did he get a sack out? No, he ain't get no Bosa sack. Didn't get a sack. He ain't get nothing out there. So mm-hmm. T Steele, keep it up. I was say you got four more games. You got now. four more. You know, we give it, don't give him his flower <laughs> too fast. You, you keep stacking them up like this, though. Hey, but I think he we. likes the energy. Like, he heard us say earlier in the week that, like, we believe in you, and he went oh, out there and did yeah. He's so, listening to the lounge. He, he yeah. Likes, yeah, he likes the positive <laughs> affirmations. He's one of those, that is his love language, positive affirmations. Before we get out of here, I just had to shout out my Fresno State Bulldogs. Uh, hell no. Beating. I know you ain't you looking for she said we suck at everything. She shot Fresno State, Ohio State, <laughs> North Carolina. They got a team of air coats. I did not. I am an alumni, so I can still rep them, even though I don't get to watch their games ever. Rep, you said y'all got a good bowling team. Now you talking about? You went to all of a sudden you, you, you shouting out to the Fresno State Bulldogs and, and beat UCLA, and especially because UCLA beat LSU. So does this mean Fresno State is better than LSU? Yes, well, yeah, it does. I think you know the answer to that, and that ain't it. I can't believe you just. Right. Yeah, I Go think you know the answer dogs. to that. Do y'all? First of all, they probably think about shutting y'all for a football program. <laughs> Down, all right. No. Y'all got no boosters. <laughs> Y'all ain't got nothing. Don't get oh, the man. don't, don't get come the, here with a jersey. No, like, don't, like get say, yeah, don't get the new don't get the new treatment in here. Old, okay? old trusty Brit out here. As, as she has on LSU's colors. Go oh, come here and talk about it. You know, man. I'm just saying. You know, wow. no, 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 no. LSU got the dub this week. You know, what I'm saying we see Mississippi State 11 a.m. Y'all tune in on Saturday. How did Toledo do? I ain't gonna talk about it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is the show for today. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I'm Britt Johnson, Danny McCray. Barry Church. We'll see y'all tomorrow for the Players Lounge, brought to you by Hotels.com. <laughs> this has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?